This evening I'll offer a guided sit and we will be focusing on the development of samatha, concentration, samatha, the word samatha actually translating as tranquility meditation, which is, uh, we could say, synonymous with the development and the practice of concentration, with tranquility being an unperturbed, peaceful, and lucid state of mind attained by strong mental concentration. It's important to keep the mind and heart bright and spacious so that there aren't any struggles anywhere. So finding a, an appropriate sitting posture, which you have already found, in the floor, on the floor, on a chair, and checking to see that bodily comfort, that bodily discomfort doesn't exist or is at least minimal. So taking a moment to just relax and settle into a posture where there's very little, if any, bodily discomfort. Struggling with pain isn't a struggle worth engaging in with this practice of samatha. It keeps the attention rooted on a gross level. So, again, finding a posture, finding the place in your body where bodily discomfort is very minimal. and sitting in a relaxed manner. And we'll begin by gently making a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. This practice of anapanasati, which translates as mindfulness of breathing, asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, with the breath being the initial ongoing object. This is where the attention is focused. And this is the first step, and basically the most important and maybe also the most difficult step of this practice. Applying the attention. The word is vitaka, which translates as applied thought. With a clear intention to constantly return the attention to the breath. And in this, uh, this evening we will focus with the breath in the area of the nostrils and upper lip. And I would encourage you to please, if you don't usually focus your attention there, at least try it this evening. So we're focusing the attention to the breath at the nostril area and staying relaxed and interested in the process. The development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily and mental experience, be it pleasant or unpleasant. No matter what else arises in consciousness at any of the sense doors, We're practicing with the simple intention to not dwell anywhere, but with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. (laughs) 
with each of the sense doors eyes, ears, nose, tongue, and touch, and mind, the mind door, thought, with all of the sensory information that comes into and through each of these doors, with this practice of cultivating concentration, the intention is to let go and just simply return to the breath. Let go and relax and just simply return to the breath with an interested, bright, easeful, and relaxed energy and attention. This vitaka process may need to occur many times within a sit as we learn, as we train the mind to bring the attention to a connected, one-pointed focus. One of the things, one of the qualities, uh, beautiful qualities of mind and heart that's called for and that we learn through this practice is great patience. So this evening we're bringing the attention to the breath sensations at the small space between the upper lip and the edge of the nostrils, or bringing the attention to the breath sensation just below the nose, or at the edge of the nostrils, or maybe at the top of the upper lip, or maybe, for some people, at the tip of the nose. And again, I encourage you to just try this way of practicing this evening. So finding your place of attention in this area, the place where, at this point, you're most easily able to notice and feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. At this point, let the noticing be a general noticing, keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time, soft and relaxed. Not hurrying, taking your time. You have all the time you need.
if it's helpful. Reconnect briefly with your intention this evening to learn this practice, to explore this practice, this healing and beautiful practice. And now, mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. Giving a primary attention to these sensations, whatever they are, of the in-breath. your touching place, your Anapana spot. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point, <clears throat> at your anapana spot. You'll notice both, but just giving a little bit more attention to the sensations of the out-breath, which are often subtler than the sensations of the in-breath. Noticing them just as they are.
and now mindfulness of both the in and the out breath at the touching point. Don't follow the breath up into the nose or into the body or out of the body. Just staying at the touching point. Following the breath up into the nose, into the body or out of the body will keep you from perfecting your concentration. So keeping it very simple, staying with the breath at the touching point. As it brushes or touches either the top of the upper lip, the space between the nose and the upper lip, or around the edges of the nostrils. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration.
in relationship to the thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go. Which means not being attached or averse to anything any of the physical or mental phenomena that is uh, occurring within you, as well as various other conditions around you, such as silence or sounds, including any experiences that come in through any of the six sense doors. And this also includes, and this is very important at this point, not being attached to or averse to any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. We notice mindfully what's occurring, but with no attachment and no self-identification. So in relationship to thought and wandering mind, we're willing to let go of thought, willing to cut thought, so to say. The practice is to just briefly, lightly recognize that thought is occurring and then just simply let it go. This can take quite a lot of practice. It's a whole process of learning to let go in this way.
So again, the intention to let go, to not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. This needs to remain clear and firm with this practice. Clear and firm, but not rigid and hard in the mind and heart. Over time, there's a subtle balance that develops with this process. When you notice that the developing concentration is starting to crumble around the edges or that it's fading into wandering mind or maybe you notice that concentration has been totally lost with gentleness and the kindness of a patient heart just simply lightly renew your intention to come back to the breath to focus with connection and clarity and at the same time with relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point At times the mind, the heart, may easily get tired during the early stages of this practice or at the beginning of a retreat as the practice slowly unfolds, as it takes a considerable effort to do this practice.
if the mind gets too tired, the practice can become a struggle and so won't be successful. It's important to keep the energy balanced, bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. If you're exploring this Anapanasati practice to some degree or fully during this retreat, it's important to refresh and balance the energy with some walking outside, maybe with a cup of tea, and maybe even a short rest (coughs) can be a wise response. Some people have such a long and (coughs) a strong habit of struggle that it may at first be hard to even recognize it as an unwholesome, unskillful, and unnecessary attitude. than to just simply let it go. in time with wholesome intention and wise effort and the heart of patience and kindness. The mind and heart will learn to stay out of the realm of struggle or to simply let go of struggle.
when the breath is subtle, you shouldn't make the breath more obvious, as this will cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom in this way, the breath will reappear. And so just keep going with the practice. Breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper. Just before, <clears throat> just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in, in place and is sustaining, there's a particular sign of concentration that may show up, <clears throat> which is an object that appears in the mind. and is only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration. When this is on the cusp of occurring, but has not yet occurred, the breath may start to become very, very subtle and unclear. (coughs) And sometimes people might even think that it stopped. But it hasn't. The Venerable Pawak Sayadaw says that when this happens, or if this happens, if and when it happens, you should keep your awareness again where you last. Notice the breath and wait for it there. He says there are only seven types of people who do not breathe. And he says, he lists them. A dead person, a fetus in the womb, 
a drowned person, maybe an unconscious person, a person in the fourth jhana, a person at a particular phase of enlightenment called the attainment of cessation, and a Brahma. He says only these seven types of people do not breathe. So reflect on the fact that you are not one of them and that you are in reality breathing. And that it's just that, in fact, your mindfulness is not strong enough for you to be aware of the subtle breath at this point in your practice. So keeping the mind and heart bright and spacious, receptive and relaxed. Keeping it very simple, staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip area or around the edges of the nostrils as we practice with the simple intention to not dwell anywhere other than with the sensations of the in and the out breath.
closing the <clears throat> guided sit this evening with some words from the Buddha, from the Samyutta Nikaya. Bhikkhus, bhikkhunis, yogis, mindfulness with breathing, anapanasati, that one has developed and made much of has great fruit and great benefit. Even I myself, before awakening, when not yet enlightened, was still a bodhisattva, a Buddha-to-be, lived in this dwelling, this way of life, for, most, for the most part. When I lived mainly in this dwelling, the body was not stressed, the eyes were not strained, and my mind was released from the asavas, the corruptions, the cankers, the <coughs> hindrances, through non-attachment. For this reason, should anyone wish, may my body not be stressed, may my eyes not be strained, may my mind be released from the asava through non-attachment, then that person ought to attend carefully in his heart and mind to this mindfulness with breathing meditation. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.